Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Overthinkers. I'm Rachel. And I'm Shan. How are you doing today, Shan? In this lovely Monday evening, I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, dark outside. I think the days are getting shorter now, sadly. I know. But, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, it's, we're enjoying the end of the summer of New York. Um, we make a point not to travel too much in summer because it is a very pleasant time to be in New York. Contrary to popular belief, uh, we quite enjoy it here. Oh, yeah. No, I love like the summer nights getting like a little bit of ice cream, you know, stretching it out, all those kinds of things. But none of which is quite as sweet as our topic today, which is, is, is strategy a creative or a rational process? Now, Shan, I would love your perspective on this. So that's a question we've had on for a while. We've been kind of, I think, avoiding it a little bit. <laughs> um, and I, obviously, there is a there is a, a right answer to that. I think, which is a bit of both. Uh, and I think we can get a little bit of that out of the way. Mm. Um, but um, I, I, it's interesting because I really find that a lot of strategists tend to be creatives with a hyper rational brain. Yeah. Um, and that's usually what makes them strategists instead of being creative. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that, and I will devil, I'm sure, I'm sure a bit into that, but I do think that good strategy is inherently a very creative process. And I think that to be a great strategist is, at least in advertising, in the tr traditional advertising sense, I think in business it might be a little bit different sometimes, but at least in advertising sense, there is a there is something deeply creative about strategy, and I think a great deal of that is because, um, as our friend Mark Pollard says, you know, strategy is your words. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of the act of writing strategy is exploring things, connecting dots, requires creative leaps sometimes, and is tied to the words you use and the way the words you convey back. And yes, we do use imagery and stuff in strategy planning, but. The power of words is important. And that's a, that's a universe that's going to take you, take you, I think, in very creative territories naturally, and one that's going to benefit from your creative psyche, mindset, and acumen. So for me, you know, even though it's a bit of both, I'd really, I'd really say that having a a sound rational part is going to be important, but a creative part is very often what makes you makes you stand out as a strategist. So I'd say there's a strong creative aspect to it. What's what's your take? That's fair. I, I don't know if I would weight it as much as you currently are. Like, I think strategy exists in a lot of ways in juxtaposition to creative. And I think, yeah. I think if it's a left brain, right brain thing, I think the job of the strategist is to be rational and yeah. to organize and to do the analytical uh, thinking around the opportunity areas, the way to position the brand, those types of things. I agree with you that to be a distinctive strategist, you need to have like a level of imagination with it because mm -hmm. again, like all, I think all bad marketing is inherently overly rational, right? It is just like following a very specific rule set. Um, but I do think I would weight it like 70% rational, 30% creative. In terms of time day. spent or in terms of requirements? No, I would say requirements, like ideal waiting. I, and I think, again, the role and the function of strategy is to be sort of like the organizing principles through mm. which everything that the brand is filtered through to set up like the communications rules to establish, I don't know, anything from like 
tone of voice to brand guidelines. I, f- I feel like, you know, RTBs, all those like good juicy things are organized around or, or those artifacts come from strategy and they are inherently meant to organize the naturally messy thing that can be a brand. And so I think that what happens a lot, or this is like a very special pet peeve of mine, and I'm sure this is bound to be incendiary is um, like, I dislike just the title of creative strategists, because Mm -hmm. I do think that is individuals who would like to be creatives and have fallen back on strategy, but do neither particularly well. Oh, wow. I was going there. Okay. Yeah. Some people are offended on this. I can yeah, tell. I can hear the ears buzzing. Sham, you know, long enough into this podcast and I will eventually become you. It's my incendiary statement. <laughs> um, again, personal pet peeve of mind. Um, but I, I think it like, especially at like a director level or beyond, I've seen too many that sort of sit in a messy middle. Mm. And my mind. And so for you, so the, I, I definitely agree that strategy very often is here to provide a sense of introspection mm-hmm. that is highly cognitive. Um, I don't know if the craft itself is as rooted in rational thinking though, sometimes, um, like, and I'm not talking of the creative strategist to be clear. It is just that for me, there is an aspect where it is hard, you know, I think it is hard to be a really good strategist by relying so heavily on the rational aspect. Um, the rational aspects for me speaks a lot more to the logic, the frames, the, yes, the boundaries that we might have, the, you know, basically this aspect that we provide structure, but a structure for me is an, is the art of fencing the project, right? It's just like you say, which way do we need to stay? Mm-hmm. Where do we need to do? And you know, what are the few laws we're going to have to build upon to be able to do the edifice? But I don't think that's the, I think the 70-30 is actually, actually don't agree it's 70-30. I put it close to 50-50. Um, because even though I think 70% of the time is spent, maybe 80% of the time is spent on the rational part, strategic planning still, I do think that the requirements and, um, you know, general ability to make something that truly stands out strategically speaking requires a hefty dose of the creative aspect. And I, I, I don't think that great strategic planning is purely emerging from a, a, such a heavy load of rational thinking. I actually think it hinders it in very many cases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like fair, but I also think like, I think a pitfall that happens for a lot of us is you know, we're not always charged with building something interesting for the brand, right? Like sometimes we're just like a lot of the time the job to be done is to build salience and structure and something that's distinctive in the category. And you might find a really good positioning angle, or you might find something that might be culturally relevant, but like a lot of the time, like you need to just sort of stay the course and keep some of that rigor going. And I, I find that we get really, I say we, I, like how many years out of this are we? But like we get really easy, easily distracted by sort of like 
the cultural trends of today or something else that can be like completely distracting and totally irrelevant. And I find that like bad strategy happens when we tend to try to get like too creative or too ambitious is probably not the right term, but Mm. too fluffy with the brand to the point where there's nothing that actually grounds you in like something that's true to the heritage of the brand or anything else. Like some of the best planners I know, especially on like very difficult categories like CPG will really dig into like, what's the true heritage truth of this product? What is the, what's the, built into the history of our comms? How do we fit into the overarching portfolio rather than, you know, try to piggyback off of everyone else's cultural communication story? Um, I think there's a lot of interesting things that you can come up with constantly looking and evaluating a lot of those um, pieces. But I do think it's a lot harder and a big requirement of a strategist to say, like, if I'm the steward of this brand for many years, um, how can I how can I consistently grow it over time? I don't know. I think that's hard and rational and like not as fun sometimes. Yes. Yes. Just, you know, if I play the argument, the the problem I have with it is that ultimately, I think we've established in private podcasts, there is no perfect strategy. And that in itself for me is a strong indication that the rational aspect can take you so far. And because there is no perfect strategy, you can have different options. And because you're going to have different options, you're going to need to explore different territories. And I think, you know, the way you define it, to be honest, kind of sounds a bit more like, you know, I, it's it's almost like I think there is a bit of a, there is a, the strategist of the rule maker versus I'm trying to think of the strategist of the rule breaker. And I get what you're saying about the fact that, you know, you know, sometimes fitting in or finding the right way to do what's right doesn't mean that we have to be super creative about it. That is not the point. But... I do think it is super important to keep in mind how, as a strategist, yes, underlying the the rules of how the business operates is fundamental and we cannot let that go. We have to have this 100% built in and how advertising works. I think strategists should definitely worry about things like, you know, the laws of marketing, even if they're not complete laws. Mm-hmm. Like I, there, I think there are things that understanding the fundamentals of how businesses operate uh, marketing operates, I would argue is very often the role of a strategist in the process nowadays, um, more than others, but it's a little bit like, you know, you have to be classically trained in the world of art to be able to sometimes play a little bit with other more creative things. And I think oh. the strategist there on the basis, there is no perfect strategy, the extra le- little detail that could really take it far. And it's not easy and it can take a lot of time, which is why I'd say it's potentially more of a 50, 50 is that aspect of the rule breaker and the, the person who's not here to tell people just the facts, but to give them something that inspires them to think how to activate the facts. And I, I, I still feel like it's, I think we're diminishing the craft a little bit if we're thinking too hard about its rationalization, um, especially in a world and age where most of the rationalization, let's be honest, is post-rationalization. And so, you know, that's, that's one of the, the downsides we see there. And so I, I, I kind of feel like those, those moments and those leaps and this ability to think creatively about the problems and the challenge and to even question and interrogate everything requires a creative brain. Yes, no, no doubt. 
you have to be creative. You, like you have to be a creative problem solver in yep. the business. I think I'd like, maybe this is over rationalizing or not, but I like, again, I'm just falling into like pet peeves of mine with mm-hmm. strategy in general, where like I, I find lots of really interesting and good ways in can come to the table, but where everything will fall down in my mind will be like, what's our right to win or what's our reason to believe or like, what's the thing that's actually true to the brand. I find like a significant amount of strategy is very good at like evaluating an opportunity, which to me again, feels much more creative, but there's always like a, not always oftentimes for me, like a missing rational piece or like point of connection. So, Mm. um, and again, I also think as much as we aspire or we want to be creative or like come up with some of those solutions, I would put it back on our creative partners to be responsible for some of that solutioning as, as well. So I, again, I think we are helpful in organizing some of their um, creative chaos, but I don't think, again, it all falls to us as much as we want to all of the time. Mark is going to hate this episode. (laughs) Maybe, but you know, it's, 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 I think we, one of the issues is the word creative as well. I think Mm -hmm. we have a strong attachment to creative, which maybe they, I think it might lie in the eyes of the beholder, how we define creative the same way it lies in the beholder would define strategy Mm -hmm. sometimes. Right. And for me, the point is not that the strategist needs to be able to write the copy that goes onto the ad or create an ad or whatnot. So that's Mm -hmm. still very much the realm of the creatives, but in terms of the, the mindset they come at it, you know, to your point about understanding all the business fundamentals and whatnot, the reality is most of the time they're fairly standard and obvious. And yes, yes, hurting everybody is part of sometimes of the job, you know, just to make sure like, you know, we make sure we're, we're not letting everybody run around. And I agree with you. There's definitely a, there's a lot of strategy out there, which is pure fluff and just uninteresting. That's not the point. I, I think one of the great, great, sins of strategists is to think that their job is to be lyrical about our craft and it's not mm-hmm. uh, and i think this is just like you know i mean one thing that drives me crazy even though it's not always them write it but strategists love his manifestos for instance like just give me a break like the, there's there's a, we we put so much effort because we think we're here to be great writers as in like almost like novel writers and we get too long and whatnot so grounding things is is important but creativity is such a required aspect for me to step out and i say that also, I don't know, maybe it's my bias because I've I've worked in very rational cultures, for instance, and I have mm-hmm. seen the huge gap between cultures that have such a strong rational drive that they're not able to extract the interesting, they're not able to extract the truth even sometimes because they lack the, the creative embrace that I think creative minds yes. and hearts have, that desire to express something kind of truly original, truly unique, truly... Um, uh, kind of you know human if you will we're here to look for certain truths that require that aspect of looking beyond and i think the the rational mind can trap us and by the way i'm going to make a parallel for a second you know i think the world of sciences for instance even though it requires exceptional brains on the rational side will very often be defined by scientists as very creative like to even cons- mm-hmm. consider a new hypothesis and whatnot it requires a very creative brain that goes beyond some of the the dots to connect so i'm I'm waxing, waxing poetic a little bit on this one, but I, I, I feel like it is such a, a, a key part of it that I would, I would actually, I'd, I'd be sad 
to be in a world where strategy was just mostly defined by the rational thing. And I've, I've been sad because of it. No, I mean, again, fair. And I'm not saying... There's none. I know you're not saying there's no I'm not saying there's none. And again, I wholly agree with you that great leaps are made when it is not following the same type of thinking that everyone else follows. And again, like it was a big point of frustration. And I know this is not a one for one business strategy and brand planning. But in uh, when I was taking business classes at MIT, I was so mad. I was so mad at, at these innovation courses because a lot of what you're evaluated on is like, are you appropriately applying the framework mm. or are you, um, you know, there's two potential solutions to this. One is a technical solution. One is an operational solution. Mm. And I wasn't allowed, I, there was no freedom or evaluation to propose any alternative approaches to anything. And I can, you know, certainly in large corporate organizations, you can run into your fair share of MBAs and be like, what are you doing? You are just following a textbook approach to things, which as we all know, isn't particularly helpful. So again, the creativity and in my mind, for me, I'm like recasting that as like imagination, imagination Mm -hmm. to be able to like see the possibilities for the brand to identify the opportunities or the white space. Like all of that to me is really critical. I just, again, maybe I'm not waiting it exactly the same Mm. as you. Like, again, I don't, and Mark will disagree with this as well with strategy as your words, but like, I don't always need like a perfectly lyrically crafted brand vision, mission, purpose, values, um, those types of things. I need it to be, more precise than inspirational at certain points in time. Maybe. I mean, for sure. I, I think you're right. There is definitely requirements for that. Don't you think, though, there is a, a big part of the strategy is also to find ways to express things in a fashion that's going to make it easily embraceable by everybody around them and therefore requires that extra leap to make it truly special? But is that extra... Is that creative or is it rational? Oh, I think if, it's if extremely creative as a process. I think there oh, is a, yeah, yeah. it's very often there is a there is a leap that's missing. Like coming up with the right reading of the data is not the hard part. Coming up with the reading of the data and transforming into a framing of it that is easy for people to connect to, to remember, to rally around, mm-hmm. I think is very often a much more creative process. And I think, you know, one of the you could express I think it's a classic example of, you know, a great brief versus a shit brief. I think you can dump a lot of data on stuff and it's all very rational and whatnot. But if you don't find a way to creatively frame it or imaginatively framing it, to take your word, which I think is a pretty accurate word, it's going to be harder to make it something special that people already find ways to to build on and rally around. And that's for me is a is a big part. It's a, it's a short part of the journey. As I said, I don't think we spend 80% of our time on that. I don't. I do think we spend 80% of our time on it. But I think I've definitely seen so many strategists and the strategists that tend to be better at crossing these last miles are the ones that have a very heavy dose of creative thinking in their mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I see both ways, right? To just like to cite different examples. Mm-hmm. The, the brief for Snickers where like the final line ended up being like, you're not you when you're hungry, which has been like a very sustainable yeah. um, campaign for them. 
like that original brief was super cut and dry. That was just like the insight was that people use Snickers to be like a a meal replacement or a meal alternative. And they often turn to it when they're like absolutely starving. Again, a presentment of all the facts where the creatives ended up taking it and finding some of the insight. Then there is like the heritage of Burger King and Crispin Porter and Bogusky, where it was in the original like writing of that brief that I have somewhere in my archives, but it is like, can you make it so you can have it your way? And what does it mean? Like, what are all the things that mean to have it your way? And like all of those became tactical creative executions, but it was just like the repetition of that creative. So I, I, like we have seen great work come out of both and so again like your your voice for balance is fair but i think it like this can come back to uh, a longer term debate about like the culture of the agency or the culture of the environment of the place and how that's appropriately balanced but my again my initial response assumes that creatives will take up the responsibility yeah for some of that lift well, I'm going to let you have the last word on this one. I'm definitely going to let you have the last word on this one. Wow. No, you're t- I know you're tired on a Monday night for that, but I no. will take it. Um, well, if we have any fans left now that I've alienated creative <laughs> strategists, thank you as always for Yeah, losers. <laughs> if, you, if you have any proposed topics that you would like Shannon and I to explore, please let us know. You know where to find us on the internet. And um, if you like what you hear, please leave a review. If you don't, don't leave a review. <laughs> yeah, don't don't tell us here. Definitely let us know. Definitely let us know. We'd like to know as well. All Thanks, right. Rachel. It's good to see you. Thanks, Shannon. It's good to see you. Bye.